Okay, welcome to the Interledger Community Call for June 9, 2021. Uh, for today's call, we have Adrian, who will be talking about Rafiki. And uh, the goal is to share the plans for Rafiki and also uh, help answer any questions that anyone has about the announcement that was made by Stefan on May 26. So I'll pass it on now to Adrian, please. Cool, thanks, um, Uchi. Uh, yeah, so U Uchi wanted me to just give a bit of background and, and um, he's, I think, been receiving a few questions around uh, a project also called Rafiki, which we started in the Coil Cape Town office a while ago. So um, I'll start by explaining like what we did when we built um, the original Rafiki connector. Um, and and then sort of what what the Rafiki project is that Stefan announced the other day that we're um, building at Coil as, a, as an open source project. So the the original Rafiki connector was just an effort within the Coil Cape Town team to come up with an alternative connector architecture. So at the time there were a few different connector implementations. Um, there was already one written in JavaScript, but there was um, others being written in other languages. Um, and we, we found at least the JavaScript one, which had been the most popular in the community, was a little bit confusing, had a few um, uh, issues. Uh, and so we built an alternative, uh, which um, was a little more modular, a little bit easier to configure and so on. So, so that was the background there. And then that evolved into a project where we decided um, we wanted to understand a little bit better what the experience would be like for an ILP enabled wallet to actually implement ILP. So we had, we had you know, had a lot of discussion with it in the community around um, the challenge of ILP volume, you know, the volume of packets and payments that you process as a, um, as an entity on the ILP network is, is unusual because, you know, for a single payment in ILP, you might send, you know, a hundred packets, let's say, um and and the the traditional approach to payments was very um was to treat all sort of payment messaging very robustly and resiliently and, and to ensure you know there were lots of checks and balances in place to make sure you don't lose messages and, and you can reconcile between um participants and so on so there was a bit of a a challenge there and you know we've seen we've seen this from some of our wallet partners um wallets who are ilp enabled um dealing with you know, the volume of ILP packets that come in uh, from web monetization, for example. So anyhow, anyhow uh, Rafiki was, that that's what the Rafiki Connector project was, and then evolved into us actually building a wallet implementation, really just as a test case. So we were, um, you know, we were testing out, um, you know, what what would it be like to build a wallet around Rafiki, the, the connector, and, and, you know, what would the challenges we would encounter? And then we used that wallet implementation to test out a bunch of use cases, to do a few experiments with different uh, user experiences. And ultimately, it became um, the way that we tested out open payments. So the, the open payment specification uh, was about how to two wallets that are ILP enabled and ultimately are gonna send payments via ILP, how do they set up that payment? Like what does the interaction between them look like to, for example, do an e-commerce transaction or a recurring payment or you know various use cases? So 
that was sort of the evolution um, of what was at the time called Rafiki. And if you go to Rafiki.money or Rafiki.shop today, that's where we um, deployed, you know, live instances of those projects for for testing. And and I think Rafiki.money is still connected to the Ripple Spring Teams testnet wallet. So there's actually a live, you know, ILP testnet with those two wallets on it, which are able to send payments back and forth between each other. Um, all of that said, uh, the new project within Coil is sort of an evolution of that Rafiki connector. So it's using aspects of it, but the goal with Rafiki um, all in one, as we've called it internally, or, or what's now just the Rafiki project, is an open source implementation of everything you would need as a wallet to deploy Interledger. And that means not just receiving Interledger payments, it means sending them, it means um, thinking about open payments and all of those use cases as well. So uh, Rafiki, the open source Rafiki project that is being worked on by Coil today, um, the roadmap is for that to, to ultimately be the kind of all-in-one solution for a wallet to support Interledger. And, and it will have APIs for interaction via the wallet. It'll have APIs for you know, third-party applications to build on top of. Uh, it'll have APIs for interfacing into the wallet's own internal account systems. So, you know, if you're an existing wallet um, and you have, you know, accounts that you're maintaining, you need when your your users receive payments of ILP or want to send payments over the ILP network, you need to be able to reconcile those with your internal system. So it, it has APIs for that. Um, and I think that you know the the roadmap there is evolving a little bit. Uh, the project within Coils owned by our CTO Ben, and you know I'm I'm expecting a lot of this will sort of evolve publicly. Uh, certainly the the repo is open source is open, and anyone can go and have a look at the code today. And um, I think it would be great if we started using this call as a you know a way to discuss the project further and what are the features and things that people need and so on. So that's. Yeah, I guess that that's the background on Rafiki, the original Rafiki connector um, project, and then how it's evolved into Rafiki as it stands today as a you know project uh, within Coil. The goal with the new Rafiki project is just to make it a lot easier for wallets to deploy Interledger. So the current Interledger network has two uh, licensed wallets, uh, GitHub and Uphold. And Coil is the only sender on the network. So we obviously send payments for web monetization purposes to those um, to those two wallets. And so there's you know there's a there's a functioning network, but it's not really well standardized. Not everyone on the network offers the same functionality. Um, you can't log into your Uphold wallet today and send a payment over ILP, likewise over GitHub. Um, you can't receive ILP payments into your Coil account. So the goal is that we build a tech stack that deals with the complexities of ILP. Uh, we make it open source and we we make it available to these wallets so that it's really easy for them to support the full you know suite of use cases on the Interledger network. Uh, and ultimately, that you know these wallets start to form a, a you know a coherent payment network with you know, support for all these different use cases like recurring payments and pool payments and so on. So it's it's going to be an evolution. Um, it's going to be an implementation not only of Interledger, but open payments or whatever open payments evolves into. Um, 
yeah, let me stop there. I mean, I'm sure there's at least a few questions. Um, but that's, yeah, that's the background. Yeah, thanks, Adrian, for that, Give it, for providing that uh, background and insight. Uh, if anyone has questions, can we take like some, some questions? Some of the questions one, are out. Yeah, sorry, yeah, well, one, one, one bit of color I'll add is, um, as it stands today, the intent is that um, entities that run Rafiki would be licensed, um, you know, to be able to, you know, send payments and move money and so on. So depending what jurisdiction they're in, that that might mean different things. They could be a money services business in the U.S. or a e-money an e-money institution in Europe or um, whatever the case may be. There's there's different you know classifications, but ultimately they would be an entity that's able to hold a balance on behalf of users um, in the same way that Apple and GitHub are able to do and send payments um, to other um, participants on the network. So that's that's the goal with Rafiki. But I think the main, I want to emphasize like the, the real like vision here, the, the long-term goal is that we unlock innovation on the Interledger network by allowing people who want to build things on Interledger to build on top of the APIs that Rafiki exposes. Um, there's been a lot of discussion and, and calls from the community for, you know, how do I join the network? And the reality is if you want to join the network, you need to be licensed, but that doesn't mean you can't use the network. And that's what we want to enable. We want to enable, you know, a standard set of APIs that your, you, if you build an application and your users um, uh, you know, want to use your application and 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 send money or receive money over ILP, then all they need is an account of one of the wallets um, on the network, and they would link their their wallet account to your application, and that would mean your application is then able to send and receive money from their account or, or receive money to their account on their behalf. Um, using these APIs. And so the, the application developer doesn't need to be licensed, but they still have the full you know, payments functionality that they need to build their application. Um, so that's the, yeah, that's the vision. I think a, a good analog, like if you think about COIL today, COIL is not a licensed money transmitter or money services business. And so you can imagine a future in which a COIL user um, actually links their coil, uh, the coil extension or their coil app or whatever to their uphold wallet. And so the money that's being sent and received by coil is actually um, sitting in an account maintained by uphold. So, so coil becomes the application in this instance that the user is interacting with, but the licensed money transmitter is actually uphold. Um, and that, and, the, and the, the goal would be that that money is sent and received to anyone on the ILP network. It's not only that uh, possible that it's sent within Uphold. So that's, I guess, the key differentiator here from a lot of similar initiatives is this not a closed loop network. It's not a typical digital wallet like an Apple Pay or Google Pay where, you know, if you want to pay with Apple Pay, the merchant has to have signed up to Apple Pay. Um, or at least be using a PSP that you know enables that for them. In this case, the goal is sort of uh, 
I've heard it described as like a federated PayPal. You can build applications on top of this network, but you're not tied to a single wallet. Uh, the goal is that all the wallets expose a standard set of APIs that you can you can build against, and your users can come connect any wallet from the network to your application, uh, and it should just work. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Adrian. So actually I have a question about like the uh, the timeline and also when developers can start maybe mm, that that's uh, that's a hard one for me to answer um development timeline I mean this is a priority number one at coil at the moment so we've got a lot of resources dedicated to building this out um, I believe uh, I think our goal for this quarter is to at least have Rafiki um, able to deliver all of the services that existing wallets have today. So that's like receiving RLP payments, crediting those to the actual wallet accounts, um, you know, with the full end-to-end -end functionality required for that. Uh, I think there was a stretch goal for this quarter also being able to do uh, sending with a fixed send amount. Bear in mind on, on RLP, in an RLP world, sending is not straightforward. Like you can decide you want to send a fixed receive amount or a fixed send amount. There's different complexities there. So I think that's a stretch goal. But uh, my understanding of the timelines, and I, I need to be kept honest here by, by Ben, um, is the goal is to have it, you know, Rafiki fully featured by the end of the year. Um, and hopefully to have wallets starting to deploy it and test it and, and to have a test net up a long time before that. So expectation is, you know, when can developers build on Rafiki? Well, developers don't really build on Rafiki. They build on a wallet, on, on, on the wallets that run Rafiki. But we would like to have a test net up of, you know, test wallets that are running Rafiki for developers to build on and, and, and test against pretty soon, I think in the next few months, um, so that when wallets go live with this functionality um, later on, you know, applications are already being built or have already been built and tested um, to use it. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for answering that. Do you have, do you have any more like, questions from uh, anyone else? Okay, so I'm going to share a link to the announcement, the original announcement that was made, and I will also share a link to the GitHub repo for this project. And the last link I would share is uh, where we're going to be having updates every six weeks. So from the, the Rafiki team, every six weeks, we're going to post updates on dev.to slash coil. So that will be kind of the progress update and things like that. And in the repo, we're going to have like a, pro, pro, a project road, roadmap in the next few weeks, just to kind of keep it public and uh, have everyone involved in the process also. So that's all for today. If there are no more like questions or comments. Yeah, I mean, the one point I'd make uh, is that it is an open source project. Like Coil obviously, you know, has a, a strong interest in getting this done and getting it out there and getting wallets to to use it. But if there are existing wallets who want to start experimenting with it or feeding back on requirements, or even contributing, I think that'd be awesome.
amazing. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Okay, thanks everyone for joining. Great. Yeah, thanks, I had a late uh, <laughs> agenda item on the forum. Uh, so if you refresh, you might see that. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that today is the last day to apply for the XRPL grants program, or at least round one. Um, I'm bringing it up because, uh, you know, XRP makes sense for ILP settlements. And, and we would love to fund developers who are working at that intersection of ILP and XRP. Uh, so we will be distributing funds to developers building on, uh, you know, building projects related to XRP or the XRP ledger, um, anything around that. Um, and we will be accepting applications until 11.59 p.m. Pacific time today. Uh, so if there is anyone uh, that you happen to know <laughs> that might uh, that this might make sense for, um, feel free to pass it along. It's xrplgrants.org. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm happy to take questions if there are any. Awesome. Thanks, Elliot. I'm going to share the link to the SRPL grants in the chat. Too. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. You for sure. Sorry. Sorry, I missed that. I missed the agenda item earlier. Apologies. Yeah, I I added it very late. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Amazing. Thanks everyone for joining. See you in the next two weeks. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Uchi. Ciao. Right. Thanks again. Thanks.